watches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Alicia Thayer. And today we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Part 3, which takes place from the suit-up on the Ravager ship to the end of the movie. And as usual, here's our Wikipedia summary of this section of the movie. On Ronan's flagship, the Dark Aster, Ronan embeds the stone in his warhammer, which we covered last episode, so whatever, taking its power for himself. He contacts Thanos, threatening to kill him after first destroying Xandar, hateful of her adoptive father, Nebula allies with Ronan. The Ravagers and Quill group join uh, with the Novacore to confront the Dark Aster at Xandar, with Quill's uh, group breaching the Dark Aster with the Milano. Ronan uses his empowered Warhammer to destroy the Nova Corps fleet. Gamora fights and defeats Nebula, who then escapes, but the group find themselves outmatched by Ronan's power until a rocket crashes a Ravager ship through the Dark Aster. The damaged, uh, the damaged Dark Aster crash lands in Xandar, with Groot sacrificing himself to shield the group. Ronan emerges from the wreck and prepares to destroy Xandar, but Quill distracts him, allowing... Distracts him with a dance, allowing uh, Drax and Rocket to destroy Ronan's Warhammer. Quill grabs the freed stone, and with Gamora, Drax and Rocket sharing its burden, they use it to destroy Ronan. In the aftermath, Quill tricks Yondu into taking a container supposedly containing the stone, and gives the real stone to Novacore. As the Ravagers leave Xandar, Yondu remarks that it turned out well that they did not deliver Quill to his father per their contract. Quill's group, now known as the Guardians of the Galaxy, have uh, their criminal record expunged, and Quill learns that he is only half-human, his father being part of an ancient, unknown species. Quill finally opens uh, the last present he receives from his mother, a cassette tape filled with, his, with her favorite songs. Actually, her second favorite songs. Her favorite songs were on the first tape. Mm-hmm. The Guardians leave in a rebuilt Milano uh, along with a sapling cut from group. In a post credit scene, Tivan, aka the Collector, sits in his destroyed archive with two of his living exhibits, a canine cosmonaut and an anthropomorphic duck. Bum, bum, bum. I don't know. I mean, the duck's not that scary. <laughs> yeah, but it's not great. <clears throat> yeah. Alright, so uh, we start off um, ignoring the beginning of that wiki summary because I screwed up. Um, <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with the suit up. You know, wonderful music that I never write down the tracks. Which, for so much music in this, I haven't written down any tracks. Although our wonderful listeners have been hearing it at the beginning and end of every episode. I assume. I haven't edited these yet. (laughs) Suit up music. Yeah, I have that song stuck in my head now. Like, barely. I have the tune in my head, but yeah, I can't even remember what it's called. Or right before this, I'm going to actually make this our opening track so we seem like idiots for not knowing it. Because <laughs> everyone else has heard the song. Fantastic. <laughs> Great. Just you're not gonna wanted. You're not going to cut this scene out, this part of us talking? No? No? That, that's not nearly uh, as fun. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I love a great suit-up scene, which this is a great suit-up scene, you know, because instead of one hero, we get five. And then we get a little cutscene to the uh, John C. Riley and the rest of Novacore and his voicemail here. That's like, 
He's saying he's uh, he's an asshole, but not 100% a dick. It's like, what do you think? Well, I don't think anyone's 100% a dick, ma'am. Which is fair. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ronan and Thanos are probably 100% dicks. But they're also murderous, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Thanos probably... I don't, I don't know about Ronan. Uh... Do you think maybe he's 99.1%? 0.2? Well, I mean, well, we might find out. I mean, we're actually going to get more Ronin in the MCU since it's been announced that he's going to be in Captain Marvel in the 90s. That's a good point. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, he and uh, Clark Gregg and somebody else from before. I can't remember who the other person uh, was. Nick Fury. Well, okay, maybe with Nick Fury, which I they announced a long time ago. But yeah, uh, Phil and Ronan and Nick Fury are all going to be in the '90s set Captain Marvel movie, which makes I me very excited. I did know that 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 Coulson was coming back. I was super excited for that. Yeah. So yeah, they've got um, what's his name who played uh, Ronan coming back also. Huh. Yeah. So. We get the start of the big ass battle. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not sure how you guys want to take this. Uh, start with the ship and then go to space, or what? I mean, the sky. Yeah, sounds sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. I, I can't think of any other way to really do that. So yeah, let's go with that. All right, take it away, Al. Oh, crap, I was really hoping you weren't going to nope. call I'll on do me because I didn't really know what you meant by that. So- <laughs> <laughs> you got it or you want me to do it? Nah, you can do it. Go for it. Okay, because we're skipping a whole scene after the suit up. We missed the rocket needs the guy's eye. We missed the what? <laughs> rocket needs the guy's eye. Oh, yeah, for their plan when they're yes. telling everyone the plan. <laughs> and he's got, and I, like, I like since the audience is on the joke and... Quills in on the joke now. He just breaks up. He can't even hold it together. Right. <laughs> no, you don't need the guy's eye. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, back to the fight scene. We get uh, the lead up to the Nova Corps uh, doing their thing, finding out the message. And then we see them prepping. They're, they're talking about the plan uh, as they're flying towards the Dark Aster. Which, by the way, how do they know the name of that ship? That always baffled um, me. It's like it's well, not well, like they got told and they Gamora. knew it way before. Gamora knew the name of the ship because she was with um Ronan beforehand. Remember, she was trying to get the um right trying to get the... they named it before that, but maybe not. I don't, I'm yeah. Well, it was shown on the screen. Oh yeah, right, but a we saw it. But that doesn't mean that they knew it. it it's one of those continuity errors that irked the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say Gamora told them because they've okay. never run into Ronan before. They met Gamora. Exactly. So anyway, but they're flying up there and they fire off like, is it the same gun that? No, it's not. Uh, they fire off blasts at Ronan's ship to create the explosion to be able to have the distraction and go under, which I thought was neat. I was like, I was like, how are they going to? What? No. So it was <laughs> nice for me to be like, oh, hey, that's smart. Yeah. And I like when Nova shows up, they got my dick message. <laughs> I do like that part, uh, but yeah, it was fun. And then uh, Nova realizing they're going under the ship, or Nebula, not Nova, haha. Uh, Nebula realizing they're going under the ship, she goes off to fight them, and 
Ronan does exactly what they predict and locks himself in that damn room. Like, mm-hmm. I have the Infinity Stone, but I'm going to lock myself in this room and be protected. Like, dude, seriously? <laughs> seriously. Well, yeah, I mean, he wants the glory. I don't think he wants to die. I think because you're still vulnerable unless, you know, the Infinity Stone's liquid and it goes inside you. And But that's just stupid. Right. Why, why would they do that? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to take the chance that you know, these people who are attacking you, even though they know you have the stone, um, can can do something. So, mm. yeah, it's probably better to, to be safe than sorry at that point. Yeah. Uh, we get a good fight, like, fighting against a bunch of mostly nameless people, but we get that guy who uh, they ran into at the beginning, who actually knows Star-Lord's oh, yeah. name now. He's like, Star-Lord, he's like... Finally, he's in that guy is also going to be in Captain Marvel as oh, is he? Oh, that's yeah, cool. as one of Ronan's henchmen. That was the other one I forgot. Ah, well, I should probably learn learn his name now that he's going to be in two movies. Uh, <laughs> his name's like yeah. Jim and something. The actor's name, I don't know the character's name, like DJI something. Come here, um, IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> we've also got uh. I'm like I just wrote notes, so if I miss something, call me out, which I know Alicia will. So Al, don't be afraid to call me out. <laughs> um, His uh, character name is Korath. I'm not pronouncing his actual name. Does it start with a DJI? Yeah, it does. Yep, Jimin Hansu or something like that. Hansu, this from memory. H O U N S O U. Yeah. I'm sorry for any African um, viewers because he, I believe he's from Africa. For mispronouncing that name. And I'm sorry uh, to you, Jimin, <laughs> if you're listening. Right. He is from West Africa. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he's a good actor. I've seen him in a lot of other things. Um, people were upset because that was one of the people they wanted as Luke Cage. I mean, I liked Mike Colfer as Luke Cage, which we'll get to much, much later. But yes. yeah, that guy's going to, that guy would be good. He'd also be a good Black Panther. But also, again, I like Chadwick Boseman. Marvel's just so yep. good at casting. Right. <laughs> They cast everyone great except for Iron Fist and the Inhumans. Uh, neither of which I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Still in the dark. We've got um, we got the quotes just like after they're kicking some ass. She goes, "We're just like Kevin Bacon." <laughs> it's so true. Uh, Except so for with Groot, they're putting the sticks up their asses instead of taking it out. Ooh, so. Seriously, though. Holy crap. Yeah. So. Um, and then we've got uh, Nebula showing up to fight uh, Gamora. Gamora. But uh, Drax, Drax blows <laughs> her up calling, what does she say? He, she says, I'm like, you're the most disappointing, blah, 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 just terrible things. And he blows and her up. It's like, no one talks to my friends Nobody talks to my friends like that. Yep. It's yeah. like Drax. Aw. <laughs> yeah. So um, he blows her up, but, you know, she's a cyborg, so she comes back together. She has some weird Healy powers, by the way. Can we, yeah. just, can we just talk about that for a moment? That is creepy, the way she, like breaks herself back up into things and then yeah, like, everything uh, snaps together. Right? Creepy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if she wasn't a, a daughter of Thanos, she probably would have been a circus freak. Well, I think, well, I think, I think, it's I think the that, stuff, <laughs> yeah, that stuff happened because she was a daughter of Thanos. 
Are you sure? We don't know. You're right. Technically, we don't know. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure. (laughs) All right. Pretty sure that's what that was. Okay. And uh, yeah, they split up and they have a pretty good fight scene. I mean, I like one-on-one fights sometimes, and that's a pretty good one. Um, and then we get uh, Groot and Drax and Quill continuing on. Where my favorite part is when Groot pretty much extends his arm into a vine and kills all those guys at once. And this turns around and gets his big innocent puppy dog grin. Like, oh (laughs) god, you don't know what you're doing, and that makes it more terrifying. Right? (laughs) Oh, such such grievous harm. So that fight scene, um. Both Groot and Drax, like like you kind of already mentioned that they were they were both very happy to do that. Yeah. Um. There there was uh, like so during that point where you know where Groot extends his arm and kills them all, Drax is smiling <laughs> while Groot's doing that. He's just he's happy. Like, <laughs> oh, cool! That's yay! Killing the paper people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, and then um, they. Go in to they actually fight into Ronan's room and shoots Ronan in the chest, and nothing happens. Like Ronan's like nothing happens. He's like whatever. We did like we did it. Yeah, and then the dust clears and like, nope. And then um I don't want to talk about what happens right after that because that mixes with all the space battle stuff or the sky battle stuff. So we'll switch to the sky battle before we says what we'll say what happens next. Oh, that's what you meant earlier when you were talking yeah. about this. Okay, I yeah. get it now. I get it now. All right. Glad it's all coming together for you. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. It just took me some time. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got uh, Rocket and the um, Xandarians and the Ravagers uh, pretty much trying to keep everyone safe down on the planet. Right. Which is a benefit of having a team. Uh, saving people on the planet, unlike, you know, some other people have teams and... They just save one truck, and I hated the Justice League, and I'm so disappointed. Anyway. What? I still haven't seen it, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm halfway through that movie. I'll see it at some point, or I'll finish it at some point. Uh, there, uh, in, in their defense, it had some great moments. Like, 8% of that movie, 12, 12% is, is watchable. The rest is crap. <laughs> <laughs> the, I I love the Flash in it, and I love because the Flash is my favorite. And Superman at the end is really good because he's very Superman from the comics. Wait, wait, he comes back? I thought he died. Oh, I'm sorry, he man. He comes back. <laughs> sorry, I forgot you haven't seen the second half of the movie. Spoilers Ugh, right. from a right. 25 or 30 year old comic because death of Superman. Right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to a good right, movie. Right. <laughs> Um, with a space battle too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I keep correcting myself. It's not space. They're in the sky because they're not in outer space at this point, <laughs> ever. Oh, that's so right. it's a sky battle. Um, I like, like I say, I like unique things. Uh, the Xandar, um, fighters turning into a giant net. I think that was really cool. Right. That was really cool, but it's like a death sentence for them. Yeah. Well. Or, or, I mean, it is in this case because they lose, but if it's such a normal, or if it's a normal-ish... It's a, stra- normal it's a known strategy, yeah. Built. Yeah, so it's it it must work enough, I assume. We just 
happen to see the one of the few times where it works out yeah, I, in a horrible yeah, way. Yeah, I wonder if it's like a bomb thing and they were actually like supposed to trampoline it back into space. Like if a bomb is dropped. Maybe it's not used Maybe. for ships because a ship the size of the Aster probably wouldn't try to come to land very often. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. We don't really see how tough the ships themselves are because like half of the ship is on one side of that little gate thing. The other half of the ship is on the other side. So they're still completely vulnerable and stationary pretty much while they're doing that, right? So mm-hmm. so that must mean that their ship is pretty strong, I assume. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Able enough to take a few hits. Yeah, definitely reinforced. and Yeah, I mean, it's made to... I mean, survive battle, a space battle, even though this, again, as I say, is not space. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's stronger than an X-Wing fighter or a TIE fighter. TIE fighters, you blow on them. They, they fall out of the sky. So, right. yeah. Um, we also get a Yondu. I'm getting shot out of the sky and landing and getting an awesome, like, arrow scene. He's way better at arrows than Hawkeye is, I'm sorry to say. Because <laughs> he just needs one. So, right. <laughs> so this is one of those things that, that bothers me a little bit um, when I see, you know, certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, while he's using his, his arrow weapon thingy, whatever, um, and no one is moving. Like, they're, they're just waiting to die, even though they're already pointing their guns at Yondu. Yeah. Right. And and it, it just it bothers me when I see that. Like, maybe you could argue that that arrow moves super fast and none of them actually had the time to react. Mm-hmm. Like, faster than, than the eye can see or something like mm-hmm. that. But uh, now, now we're just grabbing at straws to make up for something. But that, that bothers me. It's cool when you see yeah. that. Right. But, eh. I think they did it better in the uh, second movie. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I would completely understand. Maybe even going so fast that they kill the first three guys, even without killing him. But he killed like twelve or fourteen people, and a ship, right? And nothing happened to him. Mm-hmm. Which, if you got that power, what's the point of the giant fin in the second one? This giant fin doesn't make it any more useful. It just. It was the first prototype. I thought. Oh, was that the prototype fin? And this is the yeah, new yeah, fin? that was the prototype. Oh, I yeah. always, I always assumed it's prototype. Like, oh, it's brand new. It's still prototype. It hasn't tested. Not like no, it's the old fin. No, no, it was, ah. it was the old fin. I think. Okay, that makes sense because you want a smaller fin to be less obvious. Exactly. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Retracted. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then uh, the Sicarian or the Necrocraft start dive bombing the city, and they have to stop all of it happening, and then. Uh, Groot gets a message that they didn't kill him, or he just knows to fly up there, and he f- flies through the um the front window of the Dark Aster, which probably should have been their first plan. You mean rocket? Rocket, yeah. I said. Uh, I was like, uh, Groot was already on the. <laughs> oh ship yeah, rocket, them. rocket, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's probably a good point to or to crash right into there but maybe it was uh not something you can count on right because they they had a whole plan for mm-hmm. this right and they they were probably mm-hmm. thinking okay we'll do this and this and you know this is the route that we'll take to do things because it'll um work for us like we can plan for this right 
Uh, being able to crash through that area, probably not. Maybe not something they can just assume will happen to work yeah. out for them. And then, I mean, it might be possible that when Gamora unlocked the door, she also took down the shields or part of the shields. So he could crash through. Oh, yeah. I'd assume that's what she did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they take out Ronan, or so they think, and the ship starts crashing. Which crashing seems to be more effective than using the, uh, the engines to fly downwards. So that's interesting. Yes. <laughs> well, it's more falling out of the sky. The higher likely chance of dying is there. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, uh, Groot's unconscious. I think Drax is unconscious. And, uh, not Groot, Rocket. I keep doing that. Rocket's unconscious, Draxon's unconscious. <laughs> and then, um, they're all pretty much going to die. And Groot starts growing his vines around everybody. Yeah, he's like, I protect you. Yep. And he learns his fourth, and, or he says for his first time, his fourth and fifth word ever, we are. With the we, we are Groot. We are Groot, which is actually really sad. It is really sad. Yeah. I was I'll... like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah, but at least he died doing what he loves, being being Groot. Yep, mm. with everyone around him being Groot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. um, I'm a little skeptical that I mean Groot is obviously not Earthwood, so it might be harder than Earthwood. But I'm kind of skeptical that even that much wood would protect them from crashing down onto the planet's surface. Yeah, I was a little worried about that too because I'm like, um, that's not quite how that works, guys. Yeah, and even, they're not, like, super secure, so they'd be bouncing around that ball of Groot. Well, no, I think he wrapped them, he wrapped them to the edges of the wall. Okay, I definitely saw that with Drax, because Drax was unconscious, but maybe, yeah. Right, I think he did it for all of them. He belted them in. Yeah, and then we get our, pretty much our, well, not our first major death, but our first hero death of the MCU, which is the death of Groot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Agent Coulson died. No, no, he didn't. (laughs) We just covered a season showing why he didn't die. Exactly. Yeah. I startled right, my kitty fine. cat. I feel bad. Um, yeah, so uh, before we go on to the epic conclusion of this movie, um, we know soon that Groot's, baby Groot's going to be born as a little stick. Uh, is mm-hmm. Xandar now covered in, because it's covered in pieces of Groot. Is it covered in little Groots? If they go back to Xandar, do they have a baby Groot infestation? <laughs> so, I am making up a theory okay. of this. I'm going to go no. with no. And the thing that I can, that I am just completely making up is that with Rocket and Groot having been friends for so long, maybe Groot told him you know, some offhand thing once, like, oh, yeah, we don't, you know, we don't really die, kind of, I, I don't actually know how this works for, for Groot's right. species in the comics, but maybe he says something like, yeah, we don't really die, you just gotta, you know, take our our sticks and, and uh, you know, do something mm-hmm. special. So, we see that Rocket grabs a stick. Maybe it's a special kind of stick, like one that he knows has Groot consciousness, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe he gives it the special fertilizer. I don't know. Raccoon <laughs> droppings yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, or or something else, right? Maybe he buys it at the local uh, quickie market. I kind of want to believe there's uh, a bunch but... of tiny little Groots running around on Xandar. 
I would love that to be a little Easter egg when Thanos goes to Xandar to get the Power Stone. Right. Or Thanos or one of the Black Order. But yeah, that would be awesome. That would be fantastic. That'd be great and terrifying. Well, they'd all be teenagers by that time, though. Very disappointing. They're not baby boots. Mm. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but yeah, they crash and they're like, oh, we survived except for Groot. Poor Groot. And, but then Ronan stands up and just like it's like dude die already yeah well actually before that we get the music playing from the remains of the milano and thank god that tape was not destroyed right and the gift tape that we that he didn't know was actually in there was also not destroyed he really freaking lucked out he did super lucked out oh yeah uh, um yeah he uh but ronan stands up and groot tries to pretty much run at him. You killed Groot and tries to take him out by himself. And that goes about as well as you expect, which is terrible. Was he kick him out of the way or just slaps him out of the way? Something yeah. like I thought that. they kicked him. Um, you, you mean Drax, right? No, no Groot. No, he means Rocket. I mean Rocket. Yep, you know what I mean. Groot and Rocket are the same person. Yeah, Rocket. <laughs> I think he kicked him. Yeah, he kicks Rocket out of the way. Um, and then uh, Peter stands up and starts dancing, which is ridiculous. <laughs> what 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 are you doing? I'm distracting you, you turd blossom. <laughs> right? And he's like, wait, what? Uh, boom! Oh no, no! Can we talk about this dance though? He's like, I like how he tries to throw it at Gamora, and she's like, nope. And he's like, all right, taking it back. She's like, uh uh-uh. uh nope she's like no way i i'm trying not to die here and i'm already probably going to no thank you yeah um well they know james gunn was really smart in this he knew he couldn't outdo like for the finale the one-on-one fight that he couldn't outdo the big battle we just had on dark aster mm-hmm. um this reminds me of what uh happens in another mcmu movie which is also one of my favorite endings because it's so unique um the ending of dr strange where he's going over and over again, um, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. It's like it's right. not it's not action packed, but it's very memorable and very like you did it not is. see this coming. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. That that worked out really well. Um, so I'm not big on always watching uh, deleted scenes, but there's a uh, your sorry. What, what's what's the other phrase? Uh, outtakes. Yeah. Outtakes. Right? Where they, where they mess up. Or bloopers. Yeah, not, bloopers. There we go. Uh, I'm not big on watching bloopers. Uh, but there's a great one of uh, this this scene right here where Ronan joins in and starts dancing. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, I like that oh, one. It's so great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I watched the bloopers for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. They were disappointing. Very, oh, because very disappointing. I feel like all, most of the funny stuff they already put in the movie. So all the outtakes and bloopers was just like, well, it's not as funny as what was in the movie. <laughs> it wasn't even close. Womp. I was womp. disappointed. That's my two-minute complaint. Yeah. Well, he's distracting... Um, Peter's distracting him because he knows that Rocket is very, very, very quickly building a gun. Well, no. he It was the same gun he used to threaten oh. Yondu's ship. He's repairing a gun. Yeah. Um, And he shoots it with impeccable aim right at the stone. Right at the hammer. Yep. And breaks up hard and we get the over dramatic slow motion as both Ronan and Quill jump for the stone and right. then they touch the stone 
And we get over more over dramatic um things. Blowback. Blowback and him having flashes of his mother take his hand. And even right. more over dramatic taking of the hands with Gamora and then Drax and then Rocket. Rocket. Who I stopped myself from calling him Groot. So that was good. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> And then Gamora, they destroy Ronan, and Gamora captures the stone in the little orb thing. Yeah, well, I like their, uh, hey, you said the name of the title part in this. It's like, right? who yeah. are you? You said yourself, bitch. Yourself. We're, we're, we're the, the guardians. Mo- <laughs> the mother galaxy. Yep. And then, yeah, explosion, killing um, Ronan, and then catching. Yet another villain. Yeah. Yes, yes. Although, I still say everything's up in the air with a time stone, so we'll see what happens. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yay! Also with the Infinity Gauntlet as a whole, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Yay, we've got uh, they, the Guardians of the Galaxy successfully guarded the galaxy. And then Yondu shows up and goes, alright, give me the stone! Yep. Alright, Yondu. Whatever you do, do, don't look at the stone. Don't do, the stone, don't do right? it. Don't do it. You know what don't happens. Don't do it. Alright. Yeah, which um I can't believe he like didn't immediately open it to make sure the stone was in there. I was like, come on, <laughs> well, he's like, that would have been the first thing I did. Yeah, well he, I mean Yondu is stupid when it comes to Quill. He trusts him all the time, which you know becomes one of the major problems that Yondu has in the next movie because of true. the um the mutiny. Um, who is Yondu? Taser face. <laughs> Taser face. <laughs> I called my wife Taser face today because. She called me a butt face, and I called her a taser face. It was it was acceptable. Oh, how'd that go? <laughs> she like she, she like she, uh, Guardians Two is her favorite MCU movie, so oh, okay, cool. yeah, so she liked it. <laughs> um, who is Yondu planning to sell the stone to? Good question. Nobody. I think he knew it wasn't in there. Well, yeah, but I don't think he knew. I think he suspected, but he definitely wanted to take the stone. It was part of the deal. Yeah. He had a plan to do something with it. I mean, is he going to sell it to Thanos? Is he going to sell it, go back to the Collector, who's probably spending most of his money repairing all the stuff that he got destroyed? Right. Oh, my God. The Collector would make a lot of sense, right? He, he, they were on the planet. They were both on nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know if, if uh, Yondu knows him. Yeah. But uh, the collector would would be the obvious one. Well, to us because we know him from being a major ish part of this movie. Well, I feel but... like the collector is probably one of those people. Like, if you are into black market selling things, you know who the collector is because he'll buy all the unique stuff. Mm, true. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we get uh, adorable sad scene of Groot. Um being dead in Rocket's hands, because I didn't screw up the name there, don't worry. Uh, ah. <laughs> and Drax uh, petting him, which is, you know, very similar to how it I was... pet my cats. They they tense up for a second, and they calm down. And then it was like, oh, right. that's adorable. And sad. Yeah. And it's funny, because we see, a, we see a Mantis ass to pet him and Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and he goes, yeah, go for it! And it's like, oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> it's called a practical joke I made it up um then we get like they get pardoned by the Nova Corps for all their hideous terrible crimes 
Well, which is fair. They <laughs> they saved the galaxy or this planet, and probably other planets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Drax says, or uh, Gamora asks Drax, "What are you going to do now that Ronan's dead?" And he says, "Um, he was just a puppet to Thanos. Thanos is the real enemy that he, he has to kill." Which is good, right. because in the comics, he's after Thanos. He's not after uh, Ronan at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they leave. And they get have a little conversation with John C. Riley's character. He's just like, what, what if someone has something I want? And I want right. it more than them. Is it okay if I take That's that? stealing. No. I'm like, but you don't understand. I I want it more than them. I'm just I don't think he's getting it. Like what right. if and then Drax, which is great. Like what if someone says something irksome and I remove their spine from their body? It's like uh, that's murder. No, that's that's like the worst one of the worst types of crime. He says, "Hmm, interesting." Right. Yeah, like he didn't know that. Like, like this is the first time he's hearing that. Yeah, well, we don't know what he's in prison for, but he probably knows that that will get him in trouble and throw him into a prison. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then they leave, and they, I, they have one of the, I think, one of the best lines at the end of the MC movie is like, "Where do we, uh, what do you want to do next?" Since this goes, um, a little good, a little yeah, bad. Some, something good, something bad, a bit of both. Like, you lead, like a bit of both. A bit of both, like. <laughs> He was like, I'll keep him alive. And then it's like, let's go do something bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we get, even though it's not a post-credit scene, it's before the credits start, we get our the dancing Groot, which took the world right? by storm. So cute. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I I have to, to know, <gasps> why do you both, or either of you, why do you think that little Groot stops dancing whenever Drax looks over at him. I know. Because I have some theories. But, okay, go for it. Good. Uh, it's because he loves he loves Drax, and Drax has stated more than once that he doesn't do the dancing thing, and so Groot wants Drax to love him, so he doesn't do the dancing thing in front of him. That's, that's a good theory. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Tony, do you have anything? Um, I believe there's a deleted scene um with like dancing and Drax getting pissed off at Groot, adult Groot dancing or something like that but they deleted it to um kind of separate baby Groot and an adult Groot um so maybe he doesn't want people to know that he's like aware yet maybe they want him to think he's in plant form I feel like it might be like a a um self-defense mechanism because if you're an intelligent plant but you're still rooted to the ground you're pretty vulnerable okay both of your theories make way more sense than the two that okay go ahead uh <laughs> all right so the first one is because new groot is a youngin he wants to be better than everyone and who has faster reflexes on the ship than Drax? no he's too fast so he he's catch metaphors to... well exactly so so he's trying to uh stop dancing before Drax turns his head and, and sees mm-hmm. him, making him faster than a metaphor. Mm. I would I believe that if we didn't have the second movie, the beginning of the second movie, where he pauses only when Drax yeah. is looking at him. 
Well, I think that might become a running uh, joke between those two characters. Just like... Oh, yeah. You, I did this when I was young. I'll still do it for my Uncle Drax. All right, Al, what's your yeah. second theory? All right, so the other one is that new Groot is uh, prepping for the inevitable future where him and Drax are going to have to uh, fight in their own dance-off. And he doesn't want Drax to know his sweet moves. Well, I mean, his possibly his first memories, if he has any memories from being that young as a stick, is somebody saving the world with a dance-off. Maybe he's practicing his skills for if he has to save the planet. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very all good theories. Um, some more valid than others, but all good <laughs> good guesses. <laughs> And then we get um we get the post credit scene, which I think Al you held off from saying earlier. So I think it was Al. Maybe it was Alicia. Uh, sure. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't me. I know that. Uh, yeah, last week. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, last week when um you know when we were talking about uh, uh what was it? Easter Egg Central in the the collector's uh mansion area, his uh, humble abode. Yeah, uh, Howard the Duck was in there, and then Howard the uh, Duck. But we didn't see him until the end scene. You no, know, you can see you can actually see him in the background of the collectors. Oh, thing. can like, you? Yeah, but yeah, we held off to the here because we see him a lot better, and we hear him. Oh yeah, yeah, he gets a, he gets a whole line. He even has a drink. Uh, uh, does the collector give him drinks? Like, does he just no. let him have them? I, I bet he went else... and got it and came back. <laughs> and then they just he had nowhere about else to go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we get um we get another uh Joss Whedon alumni in the MCU. Uh, Howard the Duck is voiced by Seth Green, also known as Oz in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and uh Scott Evil in the Awesome Power movies and other things, but those are the two I remember. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at the very end they get uh Howard the Duck gets a created by uh credit like i can't remember the person who created howard the duck but it's howard the duck created by joe horton or whoever it is which is kind of a like a middle finger to um to dc who was having like a fight with batman's creators like children or grandchildren and they didn't want to give bob kane's family like credit and stuff because if you write for dc you write for dc and everything's owned by dc and Marvel was just like, nope, we credit all our act, all our creators, so they even created mm-hmm. credited him right there. Mm-hmm. Huh? Didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah, that's right. good. Um, so, I just kind of a, a side thing. I, I really do hope that someday we get some sort of um, Howard the Duck movie because I think that'd be great. That would be like another thing on the level of. Basically a comedy, right? You know, because we have, you know, this Guardians Doesn't of the Galaxy. Doesn't one exist? Close to one. Oh, yeah, a, a uh, good not one. Not official MCU, but yes. <laughs> okay, I was like, doesn't and... one exist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, hey, I mean, that might be something we review in the future for one of our specials. It might already be on a list that we haven't talked about. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Watch da, da, out for da, da. I, I think that'd for, be for National Duck Day, guys. Mm-hmm. Is there a national I, duck day? You know what? I've noticed like this year there's like national every freaking type of things day. So. Oh shit! Sure enough. What day is it? Friday, <laughs> January eighteenth. Damn it! Next year. Oh wait, that's Peking duck. That's Peking. All right, you know what? I'm fine. 
I like Peking Duck. <laughs> to be fair, National Donald Duck Day is June 9th. Howard the Duck was originally uh, made as a ripoff of Donald Duck. So, so there you go. Wait, what day is that? June 9th. My birthday. All right, we got Okay. We got to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Alicia's birthday right, and right. Donald Duck's day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Before we sign off, do we want to rank this movie? Yes. Yep. Yes, and officially, at this point, this is the 10th MCU movie. Right? Am I wrong? I think I'm right. No, I think you're right. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. Yeah. Um, this is the 10th MCU movie, which means we can officially have a top 10 MCU movies. <gasps> oh, goodness. We won't get the like, 11th until like way later, though. Oh, yeah. But at least we got a top 10. All right. Uh, Alicia, since you said you have it up, do you want to read from 9 to 1 what our current ranking is? Sure. So from starting at 9, we have The Hulk, Thor 2, Thor, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Iron Man, Captain America, Captain America 2, and The Avengers. All right, this is our first, like, wild card. This is the first one who's not an Avenger. Um, Al, where would you put this movie? Which I think I know because a couple weeks ago you said what you think of this movie. Oh, definitely 7th. Okay. Nope, he said it. Nope, 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 he said it. No, 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 I mean, I I actually had kind of a a tough time deciding if I like this one more than the Avengers, Um, but I will say that I want this, I like this the most, I I will put this at number one. When I first saw this movie, at, right at the end, when it was done, I turned to my friend next to me and I said, did we just see a better version of The Avengers? <laughs> and I still I still think that to this day, comparing this to Avengers 1. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with that. Okay. Alicia? I agree. I would put it at number one. Oh, my God. Because I would put this at number two or three. <laughs> uh, uh, this hurts. This going to be the best one. Well, you know what? Okay. I'll let this be the best one because I think later there are, uh, there's another movie that is better than this one, but we're not even close to that. That's true. But I will concede this is currently our number one best MCU movie. It hurts for me to say that, but okay. <laughs> I'm outvoted. <laughs> yes. Uh, alrighty. So um with that i guess we can uh, we can sign off um yes. so this was uh guardians of the galaxy so we finally did it woo three episodes woo! we finished it we covered a movie again after so long <laughs> I know, right? and we'll cover another one in i don't know three months or something like that i haven't oh, looked longer like than that, that probably. uh hang on wait wait wait. Oh. i've got it open hang on uh <laughs> we have 10 episodes of agents of shield eight episodes of agent carter Another six episodes of Agent Shield, another thirteen episodes of Daredevil, another three episodes worth of Agents of Shield before we hit Ultron. So, so twenty nineteen, got it. It was like nineteen episodes of oh my God. Agents of Shield, eight of Agent Carter, and thirteen of Daredevil. That okay, well, yeah, we'll that was a busy Marvel year. Yeah. Well, we'll get into Agents of Shield in a very, very long time. But what do we have next, Al? All right. Tune in next week, uh, Monday, April 30th, for, for Agents, uh, Agents of, Shields. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Episode 1. <laughs> and as always, please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, 
There's a power stone. <laughs> Throw it at you. Oh, or we'll challenge you to a dance off. <laughs> Catch. Or Yondu's got his arrow. Oh crap! All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Guardians of the Galaxy uh, One Part Three. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. <laughs>